Ministry of Truth. What's going on, my fellow Shield Bears? This is Shield Bears Podcast. I'm your host, Big D. I'm here with my partner in crime, Rob that T. Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? So that's why and uh, yeah. today we're going to be bringing to you the... Uh, what was it again? <laughs> I forgot. Uh, seeking Finding the balance, balance between seeking comfort and challenging yourselves. Yeah. That's right. That's why uh, okay. I kept it open. I apologize, guys. We're recording kind of later in, later at night, uh, and um, my allergies have been kicking my butt all day. Yeah, man, this is kind of weird. I'm not used to. Yeah, I know. Usually recording in the morning, or now recording at night. Yeah. Um, But schedules happen, and but we're getting it done. We're getting it done. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I think this kind of goes with the topic, right? Um, You talk about challenging ourselves. As you came in, we were talking about how the the theme apparently for this week with a lot of people is that it's been a a very crappy week as a whole. Oh, man. (laughs) Now, that's not necessarily challenging ourselves, but sometimes challenges do come on their own. Well, not sometimes, all the time, it seems. And uh, that's definitely... (laughs) It has been a challenging week, and I will say that to the, it, the oh yeah it's i'm 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 ready for, i need a vacation that's all i can say i need a day off but no this this is a cool topic because i i do feel that you know nowadays it's people are afraid to challenge themselves they they want they seek more comfort than anything else and what they don't realize is uh progress results Achievement, all that lies just past comfort and in, into that uncomfort zone where, where you, you have to get out of your comfort zone right. and to, to, to move forward, to progress, to change. Right, right. And I think that's where you have to find that balance because, I mean, no, you don't always have to be in a constant state of distress or a constant state of, of that you know, uncomfortableness, but right. I do believe that you have to get out of your comfort zone to progress and I, I and i think especially today's society it's all about comfort yeah yeah you know we want to be comfortable like i mean how many people do you know stay in a miserable job because they're comfortable mm. and they're afraid to take that leap because what if they don't get it they yeah. always make excuses yeah. about it too yeah yeah I, exa- you know, I know exactly what you mean um like today i saw it was on uh, uh instagram as a as a uh, uh, jocko was talking about if you're exhausted and you're tired today and you want to feel like you need to take a day off don't mm. keep going do it tomorrow oh okay so push through today right take that day off day of rest tomorrow now if tomorrow you wake up and you still feel that way then take the day off right right but i just i kind of just it kind of just ring with me I'm like yeah because i mean how many days do you wake up and you're just like oh i don't want to i don't you know i just oh, i'm just gonna a take lot. a break today yeah but you push through and next thing you know you did it and then you wake up tomorrow and you still you feel invigorated and you're ready right. to go you don't need that day off you don't need that break right you know, and I, th- I think that's just we're in that mind frame of just comfort. Like we just want to be comfortable. I mean, I've no, I've, I have been struggling right now because I mean, ten years in my business and other things, and I'm just like, you know, I'm, t- I'm tired of. I feel like I'm, I'm I kind of struggle with that mentality of like I should be comfortable. I don't need to be mm-hmm. grinding and working so hard. I should be finally at that point where I'm comfortable. And I'm like, no. I'm not done yet. Right, right. I need to. I, I mean, yes, I want some level of comfort. You know, but I'm like, I'm not done yet. I want that next challenge. I, right. I, I want to push myself a little further. I want right. more. Right. And so that's not going to happen if I just sit back and, and stay comfortable. Yeah. And, you know, I think that 
little, I guess if you want to call it a philosophy that we're talking about right now, it spans all aspects of life. Because I can tell you this right away when you when we said this topic in the spiritual realm, right? Mm-hmm. In, in your in your walk with Christ, for example. Um, I know me personally, I, I have, uh, this was months ago, but, you know, there's been a lot of pluses that have happened in my life. So, you know, I went from living in poverty pretty much to kind of climbing that ladder little by little. My first marriage, I wouldn't say it was poverty, mm-hmm. but it was still struggling, right? And uh, I can tell you countless times where the lights went off because we couldn't pay the bill. So we had to go a week or so without any electricity and things like that, you know. So fast forward to where I'm at now, I'm in this beautiful home and there have been days, you know, where I'm sitting there going, things are pretty good. I don't know how I feel about that, right? <laughs> you know, because yeah. it's like I, this is this is kind of like the life I've always wanted. I wanted to always have a nice house, something that I could call my own, right? Uh, a, a great marriage and, you know, a beautiful wife and, you know, dogs. And I always wanted kids. That wasn't in the cards, but whatever. Yeah. And but it's like sometimes. God, I can't believe I'm going to say this because <laughs> because he's listening. Right. Because God's listening. But. There are some times when I kind of miss the struggle. The struggle, right, right. So, like right now in life, thanks to our wonderful government that cares about us so much, things have been rough. You know, Uh, I was telling you when you walked in today, I found out I was broke. Yep. Careful what you wish for. Yeah, exactly. And and here's the thing: there's that one aspect that feels familiar, being in the struggle, Mm -hmm. right? Um. And it's kind of a weird feeling because it's 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 a familiar feeling, yep. but at the same time, because I've gotten used to the kind of a, this level of comfort, right? It pisses me off too. Yeah. But uh, for me, I, I need to, and this is where I, I'm glad we're talking about this because I got to get back to challenging myself to get myself in that mindset of go back to where you were before when you would struggle, mm-hmm. you would get in a hustle mode. And do what you had to do to kind of make those ends meet. Now, granted, back then it was not necessarily the good things to do. Right. But there was a mentality of I got to get my hustle on, Mm -hmm. you know, so that way I can pay the next bill. That way I can do the next thing or whatever it is I have to do. So I totally understand where you're coming from with this particular topic. When you have that uncomfortable feeling, it forces you to get your ass up and do something to accomplish whatever goal it is you're trying to accomplish you know what i'm saying so um sometimes you do have to ask for help you know sometimes you know opportunities present themselves you know it it, it, but it's still it does not take away from that hustle mentality so i totally get where you're coming from well but i think that's the problem though is nowadays is people regardless of their situation they're scared to get out of that comfort zone They, they they just and I, I, I mean, I, I kind of fall back on the whole like victim mentality thing, but right. people are, they are, they're just afraid to get out of that comfort zone and push a little harder to work a little harder to, you know, it's like they'd rather just come home, sit on the couch and watch TV and drink a couple of beers and then go to bed. And it's like, no, like you're not done. Right. Right. You know, it's like, um, like with me, I mean, I grew up dirt poor, single mom. She worked three jobs. We lived on food stamps and welfare and right. whatnot. I mean, there was days we 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 didn't have gas in the propane tank. We didn't pay, couldn't pay the electric bill, or we you know didn't know where next meal was going to come from. And here I am now. I own own two businesses. You know, I own a, uh, a 
like five bedroom, three bath house, you know, in a very nice neighborhood, which right. a lot of times I drive in, I'm like, I don't belong here, <laughs> you know, and it's like, your neighbors I'm, probably think the same thing. Probably. <laughs> I bring down the property value, but you know, I'm just thinking like, wow, I'm grateful for what I have and I'm, but I'm, I'm not going to just be comfortable because the thing is, is some days it's hard to believe that I'm in a position I'm in. Right. But for the most part, I'm like, I'm not done yet. I right. want more. Right. You know, like most people would be okay, like happy, like, dude, you've got a bit, you got a successful business. You've got your training business. You got the gym. You've got, you know, a nice home. You've got this. I'm like, no, I want property. I want like acreage. I want right. another business. I right. want, I'm, I'm, I'm almost at that point where like I'm bored. I'm in that mm. comfortable bored stage. I'm like, and I'm like, what is next? Right. I can't, ha- and I can't handle that. Yeah. I need that challenge. Right, and, you know, right. I, I, I like I thrive in that hustle mode. Right. And so that's where I've been struggling. And like part, and, and I'll admit, dude, for like the past year or so, I'm like, damn, like being 44, I'm like, is this midlife crisis? You know, <laughs> do I need a little rich sports car convertible or like what the hell? You know, but I'm, and I, oh, your knees would be above the yeah. steering wheel and crap. But no, I, you know, and I think that's not the case. I think it is. I'm just bored. Mm. I've been become too comfortable. Yeah, yeah. And it's time, like, no, it's like ready. I'm ready to put my nose to the grindstone and hustle. Right now, I will admit where I'm like, I feel like I'm at the age now where I shouldn't have to work as hard as I did back then. Yeah, I can, I can see that. But again, I, I'm pushing myself out of my comfort zone. Want to get into that next challenge, mm-hmm. and and because I mean that's again, especially like physical fitness. Like what I tell my clients is like if you want results, you're not going to find them being comfortable. Yeah, that's true. You've got to push yourself out where it's uncomfortable. Where I'm not saying you get hurt, but where it where there, there's that slight little pain and discomfort. You're a little too hot. You're a little too sweaty. Mm-hmm. It feels too heavy, or right. You know that those awkward feelings. Like right. that's when you're going to see results. Right. Same thing in life with with business, with finances, with relationships. Mm-hmm. You're going to find results in the, when you when you get out of that comfort zone and into that little part where you're uncomfortable in that 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 challenging area. So yeah, no, I to- I totally agree with that, and I can definitely vouch for the uncomfortableness of working out and stuff because <laughs> right i've hit that a lot like oh god no not one more yeah. <laughs> it hurts so bad um but yeah i mean just in my um so in my music for example mm-hmm. that's another thing right like i i learned i had this misconception that your talent was good enough to get you to that level where you know like me i saw my my heroes that were touring the world and that we're doing this and and i found out real quick that it it's not just talent that does it you have to work you have to hustle and i i I don't like to say that i have regrets in life but if there is one regret that i do have it would be that i didn't hustle when it came to my music like i'm doing now Mm -hmm. right because before i thought i could just get by on my talent and no, it, it doesn't work that way. Nope. So now here I am, just turned 47, but I'm hustling more than I ever have in my life when it comes to music. And I'm now endorsed by a, a drumstick company. I'm endorsed by a cymbal company. Oh, by the way, I'm getting my new uh, signature cymbals probably within the next week or so. So I'm pretty excited about go. that. Um, so I've got that. Um I'm, I'm more busy now when it comes to music. The band that I'm in, we play more gigs. Um, writing now seems to be coming a little, you know, I just got through writing a new song with the band. And it's all work, different kind of work, right? But it's still 
work and i'm seeing the the differences from life now than life back then and i'm just like man if i would have known then what things i know now who knows where i would have been and and i tell you the one guy that i respect we we had him on the show you couldn't be here that day but miggy yeah that dude hustles man and it's 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 crazy to see because you see the way people look at him sometimes, because he does have a little bit of notoriety, a little bit of fame because of what he does, especially now that he's in El Nino. Um, and people don't see the hustle, you know. To this day, not to put his business out there, you know, but just kind of to give you an idea, bro, he doesn't just do music. He still works. Mm-hmm. He has a regular job that he huh. still does, you know, because... A, Unfortunately, music does not pay all the bills for him yet. Yeah. It pays more of the bills for him than yeah. it does for me right yeah. now. But the not dude, quite all the bills. No, yeah. exactly. But the dude does hustle. And you can, for those of y'all that don't know anything about the music business, imagine the challenge of you're at a job, but um, you got to go to your boss now and say, hey, uh, I'm in this band and we're about to go on tour for the summer. I'm going to be in Europe and... Uh, I'm going to need off for June, July, and August. Mm-hmm. That ain't going to go over no, well with any boss. Well. You know what I mean? So you can see the challenges. And 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 I'm glad I'm talking about this. And again, I'm not trying to put all his stuff out there I'm, I'm, or anything like that. But I learned this because this is stuff we don't think about. Uh-huh. You know, job you have to have when you want to buy a home or if you want to rent in an apartment, yep. right? You have to have a, sta- a steady job and... and Think about it. If he was on his own, thank, thankfully he's married, but let's say he was on his own, or let's just use me as an example. Let's say I was on my own and all I did was music. Can you imagine me going to an apartment manager and being like, you know, he's like, well, where, where do you work? Well, I work at such and such place. How long have you been there? Um, well, it's only been six months. Well, where were you at your last job? I was there for about eight months. Well, why are you hopping around from job? Well, I'm a, I'm a musician and I go on tour. That's not going to fly because no. you have to have you that have history. history yeah. yeah. So uh, it's very challenging. And uh, and that goes along right with what we're talking about. You know, I talk to him. Uh, he's he's a good friend, so we talk a lot. And and I know the kind of life he's looking for for his family. You know, just like we all are. We want we want to kind of have a certain level of comfort for our loved ones. But man, it's gonna take work. Yep. But I agree with you, man. You have to have that mentality where you get to a certain level, then you're like, all right, I got this. What's next? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yep. uh, now living here. I love this house, you know. My wife loves this house. I, I love the fact that we we talked about this. That when she comes home from work, driving into the driveway, it still makes her smile. You yep. know, this is this is mine. You know, it's great. Um, but guess what? Now that I'm in here, we're going on two years. I love this place, but I'm not sure that in the next ten years I'd still want to be here. I'm yeah. thinking like you now. I'm thinking I might want more property yeah i might want some acreage i might you know so uh what helped that was watching uh yellowstone i guess <laughs> right yeah good oh, luck with that yeah exactly oh yeah hey by the way now i'm watching another show called the mayans now and i started watching oh, sons yeah. of anarchy so now i want to be in a biker gang yeah there you go <laughs> sons of anarchy is a, that's a good show yeah i, I, I just I haven't, even, I haven't even started watching mayans yet so. uh, i'm in the i think i'm in the second if i'm not in the second season i'm almost in the second season okay. of sons of anarchy all right. but it's in my hands i'm all caught up all it's right. pretty good but anyway that's yeah. besides the point but yeah man I, I i totally get that now and that is how it is hey, what do you think man let me ask you this so 
we always crack jokes about the young generation now, right? Mm-hmm. But in all seriousness, all joking aside, <laughs> you're about to I'm say try, something where you... <laughs> no, I'm just trying not to laugh. Okay, go ahead. All joking aside, um, would you agree, you know, social media and everything, just the internet being online in general has kind of warped that sensibility, that, that you know, wanting to get out of your comfort zone because... I don't know, man. I, in my opinion, I kind of think that their goals are a little warped now than 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 what I think reality is. Like they they just want to be famous. Exactly. They don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like so. Our generation, people are famous for achieving and doing something. Right. Right. And they they that they wanted to achieve that, and the fame came with it. Right. I think the current generation just are seeking the fame. Right. It's like. For what, but you're famous for what? Like I remember the first time, like I was going to like this is years ago. You go to a bodybuilding show and uh-huh. there's booths, and you, generally like it's supplement companies or whatnot. But they'd have their pros there, right? And you'd be in line to get an autograph, right? Well, I remember the first time I went, and there's like this long line, and I'm like, "Well, who's this guy?" They're like, "So and so." I'm like, "Is he a pro?" They're like, "No." I'm like, "Well, then who is he?" Right? He's like, "Well, he's like some online sensation." I'm like, "So what's he famous for?" It's like. From from like whatever Instagram, I'm like, yeah. but what is he famous for? Right. Well, Instagram videos. Again, What's what is he famous he, yeah. for? Who's Instagram videos? Well, what does he do? Instagram videos. What the <laughs> f- <laughs> fudge? I'm like what? So basically, I was like, so basically, he's famous for nothing. He right. just produces a bunch of videos. Right. Right. They're like yeah, I was like okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some, like, I mean, there are some informative videos and like there's some out there that do well, but right. I think that's the thing is like now they just want to be a, uh, what do they call themselves? Uh, social media. Uh, Celebrity. No. Um, influencer. They oh, yeah. An influencer. influencer. Yeah, yeah. And then they like expect free crap. Like you get these ones where like uh, they'll go on vacation or something like, well, if you let, you know, they'll message them like, well, I'm such a such and such influencer. And if you let me stay there free, I'll give you this rating. We'll, we'll put you on our video and that'll bring you, you know, what right. it's like, no, yeah. you can pay like everybody else. Yeah. You know, like what the hell? Yeah. But no, I think that's the thing is like with today's generation, they just want to be famous. And, it, and like with, especially at my gym, not a bad I know bad where you're thing, going. I know where you're but like going. everybody's out there with their tripods recording themselves, and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. I, I mean, but that's just I got what to they see do. that. Right first. But that's just what they do, and I'm just like, that's just not me though. But yeah, you know, and it's like they are. They're just they're putting their whole life out there and hoping to get followers for it and become famous. But it's like you're not achieving anything, right? Other right. than that you're just. People are just watching you work out or right. watching you talk about things. Right. But it's like, but you've achieved nothing. Right. You know, but it's right. like, I don't know. But that's just that's just how it is today. And it blows and, my mind. And the thing is, is and, and I guess that's where I'm tying it into what we're talking about. That's what kind of bugs me about, and it's not the whole generation, but the portion that we do see, it's what bugs me about it is because they're not, they're getting comfortable and it doesn't really have anything to do with challenging themselves. No. Just the other day, dude, and this one really kind of, to, to use an old people phrase since mm-hmm. I'm old, right? Chaps my hide, all right? <laughs> Grinds my gears, as Peter Griffin would say. Um, do you remember that uh, the girl that that, was, that came on Dr. Phil and she goes, catch me outside, how oh, about that? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I, I think she calls herself bad 
Barbie or I something? I have no idea. Yeah. Totally misspells it, by the way. Uh-huh. And she's a freaking millionaire for nothing. Yeah. Her Just music she ain't got a even. Yeah, and her and music ain't even that good. It sucks. And it's oh, like, God. really? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm over Well, here. like, like the Kardashians, like, what are they famous yeah. for? Well, Kim's famous for a sex tape. But, basically. Well, before, yeah, but prior to that. They had their own TV show for what? How? Oh, yeah, for yeah, what? yeah, yeah. For what do they do? Yeah, nothing. Nothing. You know, nothing. like, oh, my God. But that's just reality, the whole reality TV thing. Happens. Right, but, right. But, yeah, like, how did we get on this damn subject? Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Well, because we're talking about challenging yeah, yeah. ourselves. But, I mean, but, again, like, that's, I, and I, I think that's the problem, with, especially with people not, I'm not going to say this generation. I'm talking about just people in general. Right. They're just too focused on being comfortable and not focused enough on challenging themselves, and they're like, seeking that comfort. Yeah, and if then, I get famous, and, 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 then, and, then, and then they get and then they get pissed off when like they don't like they're stuck where they're at. Yeah, and it's like, well, it's because you're afraid to take that. Like I will admit, I was in a position, I was making decent money. Uh, I think I had benefits. I can't remember, but I remember I was making decent money. Right, and it was like it was salaried. Okay. So I'm like, doesn't matter what I do, that paycheck is going to be there. Right, I'm like, right. oh, first time in my life I've ever had that outside right. the military. Can't really say the military because I wasn't that much. But anyway, um, <laughs> but like for the longest time, but I was miserable, but I was comfortable. Right, right. And I remember like every day I'd wake up and I'm just like, oh, I got to go to work. Yeah. And I'd look at the clock and just stare at the clock until it's time to go home. Right. And then like I couldn't wait till the day off and... That was just my life, and I'm like, this this has got to be more. And inside, all I kept like it just kept like just screaming out in me like, open your own gym, right? Go back to school, do something, right, right. And I was just I was too scared, mm. why? Because I was comfortable. And finally, right. when I finally took that leap of that 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 leap of faith, oh my God, man, the walls came down, and like I achieved so much more, and I'm better off now than I was before. Right. I'm more comfortable now. Less secure, but I'm right. more comfortable now than I was before, and it, and it would never happen if I would if I wouldn't have pushed myself myself outside that comfort zone. Interesting. Go back to what you just said. You uh-huh. said you said less secure. Yeah. Elaborate on that a little bit. Well, I am my own my own business, and okay. so it's like I don't have that job security. Like it's 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 um, if I don't keep hustling, right, it all comes to an end. Right. And if I don't keep you know, driving and, and seeking to better the business, it's going to go under. And then not mention that, thanks to our lovely government <laughs> and the economy right now. Yeah. I own a gym with personal training. Right. Well, it's a luxury. Mm. And when times are tough, people, cut people are going to cut the luxuries. Like, right. like, it kills me. Like, they will, instead of paying a $40 gym membership, They'll, they'll cancel a $40 gym membership before they cancel an $80 cable bill. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, and so I'm kind of sweating bullets right now. Like, if the economy keeps going, getting worse, inflation keeps going up. Right. Oh my God. You know, right, and you're right. going to see a lot of mom and pop businesses going under because of this. Right. They're not going to be able to compete with the bigger corporations. And, and it's just, when, I mean, going to get off track here. But yeah, yeah. it's just, my train of thought is, is you can't shut down the economy for two years and it, without blowback. And everybody thinks that right now is tough. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give Biden a pass. Right. I'm getting a little political here. I'm not <laughs> gonna give Biden a pass, but I'm not gonna put all the blame on him. Right. The fact is that we shut down the economy for what two years. Yeah. We're just now, you know, just tip of the iceberg of the problems to come. I think 2023 and even 2024 is gonna be way worse 
than what we've got going on right now. Because there has to be blowback yes. from missing the two years. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, and like so, right now you got people that are refusing to work. Which I'm like, how the hell are they not working? Like, yeah. where's the where, where are they getting money from? Yeah, unless it's you know, and then like people that do work, they want an X amount of money per hour. Right. Inflation's going up, and so people want now want more money per hour, but at the same time, cost of living's gone through the roof because of inflation. Right. And all this crap. So it's just like. Oh, mm. and so I just I'm sweating bullets. Like, I I have a political side, and right. I also have my conspiracy side. Right, right. We may have a show on that one day, mm. but I I really pay attention because I'm a business owner. I've got to keep an eye on what's going on with the economy, what what the government of like, course. what what's going on, what bills are being passed, whatnot, because it affects my business. Right. And so yeah, so like my my security isn't there. Like, for instance. As long as you show up and you do your job, yeah, you've got some job security. Right, right. I don't have that. Right. Like I, it, like I've got to like I don't just punch in and punch out and someone signs my paychecks. Right. I've got to go in and make sure things are going good to where I'm signing other people's paychecks. Right. And then make sure that that the business is running. So. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, as much as there's that stress and there's that 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 lack of security there's a lot of freedom to it and mm. so i i do believe that being a business owner there is a, a balance of comfort and challenge and some days there's comfortable days but there's a lot of days it's just it's a lot of challenge for sure, and i think for right sure. now I'm, I'm in that position where um I'm having to make some hard decisions right now, and but I do believe that it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be a it's going to be a challenge, but I think that in in the long run it's going to pay off and make things better. Right, right, right. And I'm actually I was nervous. I've been scared to to take these steps, and I've had a couple of people breathing down my neck and push like you need to do it, you need to do it, you need right, to do it. Right. And then finally some things have happened recently where I'm like, you know what, I need to do it. Yeah. And so I'm I'm going to be making some steps. I'm going to make some changes with my business. Which is gonna, I think, better in the long run. So, well, that's good. That's yeah. good. And that is, like you said, that's definitely challenging yourself yeah. as opposed to the comfort part of it. Um, so, uh, I don't know if this would technically be. Yeah, I guess it kind of still would be on the subject. So, what about those right now in this tough time that are maybe thinking about going into their own business or anything like that? Is that something they should wait on? Nope. Or, I think now's the time to jump in because, well, okay, it depends on what your business is. Gotcha. Um, I mean, any time can be the right time. Any time can be the bad time. Um, right now, the economy is wishy-washy, so like you just, it depends on what your business is. So right. like, if you're having to take out loans for your business, you want to look at the fact like, or oh, interest rates high or low right now? You know, should I right, wait? Right. Should I what? What's going on there? Yeah. Things like that. I mean, I'm not business swabby, so just. I don't know if I should be giving advice on this. Yeah. But I'm okay. So, what I've always done in my business is I'm a man of faith. I'm a man of God. I pray before I do anything. Of course. God tells me what to do. Yeah. And I, I jump when he tells me to jump. I don't jump when he tells me not to. Right. Um, and so I would say just pray about it. You know, if you're not good with finances, seek a financial counselor, mm. talk to him. But the biggest thing is, is if you are looking to, to start up your own business, find someone that does either the same thing you're looking to do or similar, talk to them. 
Right. Get advice. Pick their brain. Like, how did you do what you do? You right. know, how did you right. get to where you're at? You know, like I've had a guy coming in the past few days. He wants to open up his own gym, and every mm. time he comes in, man, he's got 20 million questions. Right. And we've been talking. And do I see him as competition? Hell no. Like, come yeah. on up, dude. This this is what you got to do. Yeah. I will tell you everything I did right and everything I did wrong. Right. Right. You know, and and hey, good luck. But honestly, like, if you, for those that are right now wanting to take that leap of faith and start your own business, I say go for it. Yeah. You know, I mean. It's one of the ones where, again, do what you got to do to pay your bills until you can until you can do what you want to do to pay your bills. Right. So if say if you have if you're employed right now and you want to start up your own business, I wouldn't quit just quit your job outright and then right. go and get everything lined up and start working at it until you're ready to quit your job For sure. to switch over. For sure. I would recommend that. Yeah. Well, that's a smart way to do it, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but also as like we're talking about, expect lots of challenges expect to be very uncomfortable you know you may have some ramen noodle days you know what I mean? um, when you start up oh yeah you know um and that's just but but i think when you get into those challenges if you allow those challenges to do this they can definitely push you mm-hmm. you know um i know for me it's happened both ways there there's been times when challenges have pushed me but there's also been times when challenges i've let them knock me down and then there I am wallowing in my own self-pity, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think that can happen to a lot of people. Um, the challenge there, of course, is to not allow it to do that to you, to allow it to be the motivation, to allow it to push you in the right direction and, and just move forward in it. And that's a, I think that's in, in any aspect of life is it, with this particular topic that we're talking about. You know, right now we're talking about business. It could go the same way with health. It could go the same way with your spiritual. It could go the same thing with a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, taking, you know, that challenge and taking that step with whatever relationship you might have. You know, yeah. maybe you've been dating somebody for a while and you've been thinking about, should I make this, you know, official? And, you know, that you got to really weigh the options and it's a challenge well and that's the thing like if it's whether it's business relationship faith whatever if you're looking to progress grow you can't stay in a comfortable spot right you're gonna have to push it a little little more you know so like especially in like relationships if you're in a position where like okay whether you're dating and you're ready and you want to progress it to either marriage or Mm -hmm. maybe a serious relationship right. well then you're gonna have to get out of that comfort zone and take that step right or if you are in a serious relationship or say you're married and you want to progress it and have a family you're mm-hmm. gonna have to get out of that comfort zone and take that step and 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 take the challenge right i mean that's just how it's gonna work yeah and really weigh those options out yeah i think a lot of times especially from our generation i know with my parents i don't think i could tell you for sure i know for a fact they didn't sit down and think about what it was gonna be like to have you know five kids <laughs> you know and maybe that's a discussion that you have you know having children oh you know that's going to take away a lot uh, take take a lot away from our time together we're going to have to work harder at that mm-hmm. i mean i think i will say something about this generation now that is a lot better than what we grew up in in my opinion i think our generation now is more savvy about hey let's talk this out there was a lot of impulse back in the day you know i love this girl let's get married like there was a lot of that back in the day i know because i did that you know yeah and i divorced her (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) yeah uh you know and it's like you don't you know even when i got married to my wife now 
it was it was kind of impulsive and now we have to literally sit and well, talk about certain and see things. that's where i'm like i'm not sure they talk it out more i just think they're wanting different okay you know like before it was fall in love you know like oh get married whatever right and nowadays like there's that lack of commitment mm. nowadays it's like you just get together hook up have some fun on to the next yeah or uh, if it doesn't if it doesn't work out or or, the, or it seems challenging up oh, just throw it away go get another right yeah and that isn't that commitment right right so. yeah that's definitely something that's different I mean that's that why I, I think that I, I mean don't get me wrong there are those where I think that they're a little more focused on getting established first and that's why you see people getting married later on in life because right. they're focused more on getting you know their career going and whatnot right and so hey it's whatever you want to do yeah but I do see with this younger generation that just it's like less commitment it's more about just like and I'm not saying sleeping around or anything like that but it's right. just about they're too focused on the selves and being self-centered mm -hmm. and less worried about right others right so doesn't feel good to them. All right, yeah. time to move on. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah. Well, let's take a short little break, and when we come back, we'll continue this discussion about, right. you know, challenging and you know being challenged and how to stay out of that comfort zone. And you know, uh, let's talk a little bit more about that comfort zone. Yeah, because there's know, nothing wrong with being in no. the comfort, being comfortable. Right, so. right. But let's definitely elaborate on that a little more when we come back after this break. Going on 10 years in the community, Metroflex Gym has been the place for back-to-basics, no-fluff training. At Metroflex, you'll have the resources available to you to reach your fitness goals, whatever they may be. Owner Daniel Haggerty is available and ready to help guide you in the proper direction to get the best results for your health. Want to lose weight, increase stamina, or gain mass? Daniel Haggerty is a licensed trainer with over 25 years experience in nutrition and training and knows how to get the most out of your workouts. Come by today for a visit at 2101 Clovis Barker Road, San Marcos, Texas, or call to make an appointment for a tour at 512-878-8575. Homegrown in the community and veteran-owned, Metroflex Gym is the hardcore training place for a hardcore workout. Call today. It drops right there. We're back, and uh, I'm telling you, dude, it's different having this podcast at night. It's like yeah. I can drink a glass of bourbon and not feel guilty. Imagine drinking a glass of bourbon at 10 in the morning. <laughs> Should feel guilty. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Dude, I remember. This is totally off topic, but when I first started dating my wife, when I first started dating Melissa, mm -hmm. I was always, I grew up with this belief in, in my family. Yeah. Just, this is just, I, I don't know if it's a cultural thing or what, but you don't drink before noon. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that was just something that was instilled uh -huh. in me, even though my, my parents didn't really drink from, yeah. from majority of my childhood, but seeing like my uncles and stuff like that, nobody would drink before noon from what I saw. Right. Yeah. So and, yeah. 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 So, uh, I'll never forget. There was this one day. It was on. It was on a weekend. I happened to work uh, on a weekend, and I think I had gotten home from the shift. Uh, I think the shift ended sometime in the morning. Anyway, so Melissa's up cleaning right the house, and I want to say it was about. It might have been like ten, ten thirty, something like that. She got done cleaning, and 
she sits on the couch and right you know and and, and i was just staring at her and she's like <gasps> she's like taking a sip and then she just feels my eyes on her i guess and she just kind of looks at me she goes what i was like oh no no it was i think it was looking at my watch or something she goes you got some place you got to be or what i go no it's just it's not noon <laughs> and she goes she was like and i was like you're drinking she's like yeah <laughs> it's like wanted a beer i'm like but it's not noon she's like so what so that's of course when i tell her how i always thought uh-huh. you don't drink until no. afternoon and then she tells me in her family they had what's called breakfast beers oh yeah oh, <laughs> i was yeah. like oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I have they since have converted mimosas some. for a reason yeah I was about to say, i've since converted since I, I don't drink beer before uh-huh. noon but i will drink a mimosa yeah in a heartbeat well, it's <laughs> funny is uh so years ago I used to work shift work, and like it was one week days, one week nights. And I remember one night I got off at like seven in the morning. Right. Stopped at the store, bought me a six pack. And I was going home, and, <laughs> and I forgot where I, st- I, I was. I was coming out, <laughs> coming out from the store, and I sat on the roof of my car, and I hear, "You effing alcoholic!" <laughs> and I turn around and look, and I'm like, "Dude, it's like my evening time. I'm fixing to go to bed, man. Like, come on." Like, ah. so yeah, I guess it didn't look good at like eight o'clock in the morning. Right, right. Six pack yeah, of beer. Yeah, what? dude, I used to work overnights, and I remember one of the things we used to talk about all the time was like they need to have a bar, right, that would open or be open at the hours that the overnight crew gets yeah. off. Well, my aunt used to tell me a story uh, up in Indiana. I don't know. If God, we're totally off topic. No, right now. I don't. <laughs> up in Indiana, where uh, we used to live, uh, she used to bartend, and I think in that area, like the bars had to close like an hour. Really? And so they would close, and everybody would go out in the parking lot for an hour, hang out, and then go back in when it opened back up. <laughs> like because they they close from like three to four or something like that. Right. So they open back up, and then they go back in. Then they go back in. So they yeah. just wait in the parking yeah. lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No like, sense in leaving. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> so oh, that's funny. Now. That's hilarious. <sighs> so getting back on topic. So let's talk a little bit about the whole comfort thing, because I, I mean, I know you would agree with me. Comfort's nice. It is really you know, nice. I mean, I love. Being out on a cool night in my backyard, having my fire pit going, glass of bourbon, cigar. To oh me, hell, I'm, to me, comfort is just knowing that the power is not going to get cut off. I got, I can take a hot shower, sleep in a nice warm bed. Yeah, yeah of yeah. course that too. I'm taking it a step further. Okay, All right. <laughs> but to me, that's that's comfortable, yeah. right? Not having to worry about those things, mm-hmm. but also enjoying some of the luxuries. Yeah. You know, I don't always have cigars on hand like right now i don't because mm-hmm. they're kind of pricey um yeah. you know um so to be able to enjoy those kind of things you know i do like that and and i want to make something clear we're not saying that being comfortable is a bad thing no not at all but don't just get caught up in, in that right if if you are unhappy yeah and you are wanting to make a change that's when you have to get out of your comfort zone. Now, if you're completely content, completely happy, hey, by all means, stay where you're at. Right, right. Enjoy your life. Right. But I'm talking about those that are unhappy, whether it be relationship, finances, business, Mm. job, whatever. If you're unhappy with an aspect of your life, you have to get out of your comfort zone to make that change. And you made a great point earlier. Comfort doesn't always mean content. No. Or, Or I'll even take it a step further. Comfort doesn't always equal happiness. No. Because like you said, there's tons of people out there that are comfortable in the job they're in and they hate it. Exactly. You know, they're they're comfortable in their situation that they're in, but they hate it. You know, hate well, to say it. Th- that's the number one thing. Yeah. Why do people stay in bad relationships? Right. Why do people stay I was in just about to go why, there. why do people stay in sh- crap 
sorry, crappy jobs. <laughs> Why do people stay in like bad, bad situations? We're trying to because hide they're comfortable. Right. They're right. familiar. God knows I stayed in a marriage for way too long. Why? Because it was familiar. It right. was comfortable. Right. I did it for my children. And there was and some fear in that. Yes. What's going to happen when I leave if, this? Uh-huh. What, what, what if it doesn't work out? Yep. What if, you know, I get that, man. You know, because I, I was in the same situation. I, I'll be honest. In my last marriage, I was in it nine years too long, if I'm being real. Yeah. Well. I'll, I'll be a little generous. I was in it eight years too long. Let's just say it that way. Because in my marriage, in my first marriage, during my first year, my wife had cheated on me. Uh-huh. You know? And that should have been the indicator. Like, yep. you got to get out. You know? But no, I did it for my own personal <laughs> But wait, there's more. <laughs> yeah. For my own personal reasons. Of course, at the time, it was a little different. I had this... I was very religious and, you know, it was like, you can't get divorced because... Well, I mean, there know. are situations where people have been in relationships where there's been uh, infidelity. adultery, infidelity, but they've made it work. They've come right. back stronger. So right. th- there's always a chance. Right. And But, but here's the thing. Uh, I think those people, it's because they're willing to say, no, I'm going to stay in this because I'm going to make it work. Mm-hmm. That's not what I said. I said, I'm going <laughs> to stay in this because... I have to because according to God's law or God's rules or whatever, I am not supposed to get divorced. To me, that's the wrong reason right right away. And and sure enough, it was. You know, um, it ended up ending after 10 years uh, and it should have ended a lot sooner, you know. So, but it was comfortable, Mm -hmm. you know. And those abusive relationships, sometimes they are comfortable. They're definitely unhealthy for sure. Yeah, you should leave that situation, but we can get comfortable in even in abusive situations. We don't like the abuse. We don't like. I mean, because in my in my first marriage, uh, I went I went through a lot of abuse, you know, verbal abuse, uh, emotional abuse, and things like that. I kind of feel like Johnny Depp now. Yeah, um, <laughs> no one pooped in my bed, but yeah, yes. exactly, yeah. exactly. But it was abuse, and but I was comfortable in it. Yeah. Right, I, and there was fear there. Hey, man, if I leave this relationship, who's gonna want me? You know, who's gonna? Mm-hmm. How do I know I'm gonna find somebody? And it's just one of those things where you have to take a chance and say, okay, it may happen, it may not happen. But the bottom line is, is I need to do this because it's what's best for me. Yeah, you know, um, I, I think it's crazy because you're right. A lot of a lot of what's going on in this generation, there's a lot of self. In, in everything that happens. Mm-hmm. But in this aspect of it, I think self, self-care, just so that I'm clear here, self-care is definitely important. Yes, it is. Even if it's comfortable to not be in that kind of a situation. Yeah. To, you know, if you're in something that's abusive, man, you really need to get well, out I of Well, I mean, situation. okay, so I've been married twice, and... That's all I thought it was more. <laughs> apparently, I've, yeah, apparently, I attract crazy. So, my first wife, no. she, she will tell you that, man, she was a handful. And, and she was physically abusive. Right. Like, she, I mean, I say abusive, but, I mean, she was like 100 pounds wet wearing boots. So, like, it, it didn't hurt. But, but to you know, be but fair, it was still She abuse. would hit, she would kick, yeah. she would do things. And um, and so, what ended that relationship was finding out that she was unfaithful. Mm-hmm. Went our separate ways, and I mean, but since then we've actually become really good friends. And 
you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's a good thing. You've been able to co-parent yeah. and everything. And, yeah. I, and to this day, like, you know, she's, she's a good friend of mine. I'm, I'm still a good friend of hers. Right. We still communicate. Right. Um, my second marriage, she was physically abusive. She was verbally, mentally, the whole night. Right. Right. And like, and, but what was crazy, like I was not aware of it. Like, yes, I knew the physical, like when she would punch me, mm-hmm. kick me, slap me, throw right. crap at me. Right. But I wasn't aware of like the verbal and how she treated me. It, it wasn't until after we separated when like other people were like coming forward and telling me things. I'm like, well, where the hell were y'all when we were together? <laughs> yeah. You know, like I just wasn't aware of it. But like, and then so it was just, but for the longest time, I did stay in that relationship because I had a family. I had children with her. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was my responsibility. Like it was better to keep that family together. It wasn't until I finally realized, like, no, it's it's more hurt is happening to those to the family right. by keeping it together. Right. Yeah. Because like it's better to come as a child. It's better to come from a broke. Uh, what's the word? I, I forgot how they word it. Like a broken home. It's better to come from a broken family than a broken home. Right. Right. And so because I because you can still uh, come from a broken family. Yes. And still show love and yeah, like you know, so like be once, healthy. Yeah. Once we once we separated and divorced, like when, when my boys would come home to me, like there was no yelling, there was no arguing, there was no fighting. It was just it was good peace. Yes. Like I never like to to this day. Like my rule at home is do not raise my voice. Mm-hmm. There should never be a reason, and I don't have to. Right. Prior to that. There was always yelling and fighting going on. Right. And not just me. It was her, too. And, right. And like, things like that. But it's just... And so it, it took finally having to realize, like, have, I had to get away from that comfort, that that familiar, yeah. and take that step into the unknown. Can I ask you a question real quick? Yeah. When you lived in that, uh, that environment, uh-huh. right, of the yelling and everything, did you notice your kids did it, too? What? Like, to each other. They would yell at each other. They would... Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because it, it it's that environment. I remember growing up in my family, my dad would always yell at my and mom. And I also noticed that my kids shut off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because that was attach. Because that was one thing I didn't realize it at the time. Just like you were talking mm-hmm. about, you don't realize it at the time that it's abuse, mm-hmm. right? Until later. Yeah. Unfortunately, but I didn't realize it at the time until I was an adult and I looked back yeah. on it. I was like, holy crap. We used to yell at each other all the time as as kids uh-huh. to each other. We would yell, we would, you know, unfortunately hit, you know, and things like that. But it was because of that environment that we were in. Yeah. You know. And that's why it's best to come from a broken family than a broken home. Because in a broken family, like you just said, you could have your kids and they see peace going on yep. because there's no yelling. There's no and and they can understand that well mommy and daddy don't love each other anymore but they love us and yeah. they show us that individually when mm-hmm. we're with them that is much better than living in a home that has constant yelling constant fighting constant negativity so yeah definitely you're definitely spot on there with what you're saying because when you grow up in that kind of an environment you end up like me and my siblings <laughs> and, that's, yeah. and that's not good you know what i mean uh to this day i i don't talk to my brothers um the only one i really talk to is my sister and every time we get together as a matter of fact uh, we're recording this on a saturday so tomorrow is mother's day so i'm actually gonna be over there and bro my my guard is up oh yeah you know what i mean because i'm going and my expectation is i'm going to barbecue for my mom mm-hmm. that's really my only reason 
And my plan is to not go inside unless I have to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just yeah. to avoid any possible negativity. And here's the sad thing. Not just from my siblings. Like, I love my mom to death, but I don't want to go in there and have the off chance that a negative thing will be said or yeah. and and it's like you said it, it's very subtle that you don't even realize i didn't realize it's the longest time my mom has this way of being negative i yeah. love her to death yeah. i'm not trying to throw her under the bus but you know we'd have a real, real good conversation and blah, blah blah then all of a sudden out of the blue she goes you know i have a friend who uh started trying out this new gym you should really go try it yeah her way of telling me I'm fat. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, come on, man. Really? You know? <laughs> like, I don't know this already. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's just a small example, but... Uh, yeah. Trust me, my mom was the queen of Irish guilt. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? There's oh, Irish yeah. guilt? I There's thought it was just, Irish guilt. I thought it was just Mexican guilt. Oh, no. It's, it's <laughs> Irish guilt, man. Like, like, oh, God. What was it? Like, okay. There's, like, j- joking ways to put it, but I'm going to put it this way. Okay. I remember there was a time where... I was going through therapy and I was taught, I was told like I had to remove like uh, negativity from my life right. or toxic individuals. Right. My mom was one of those. And she wow. was at, she was in a point in her life where she was very depressed and very negative. Right. And she would try to, since she was miserable, she had to make everybody else miserable. Right. And so Misery I did, loves company. Yes. And so I had to detach and I, for like almost a couple of years, I didn't talk to her. Right. And finally, when I started going back around her and I was bringing the kids around her, her comment would be like, for like, for instance, Christmas. Yeah. Well, I, I would get I would get the kids something for Christmas, but I haven't seen them for so long. I, I don't know what they like. I don't know what to get them. Oh, that's I'm like, nice. Really, really, mom. <laughs> okay. You know, or like the whole joke is like, oh, you're gonna go out with your friends. Okay, go ahead, go ahead and go out and have fun. I'm I'm gonna be sitting here by myself till you get home. <laughs> really, mom? Come on, you know. But yeah, that's the Irish guilt, you know. <laughs> Like, God bless. Wow, that's yeah. I thought that was just Mexican. Oh no, guilt. it's wow, it's pretty it's, good. It's, it's, it's nice Irish, to know it goes Irish, through yeah, all cultures. Oh yeah, <laughs> but no, it's like you know, and like, but growing up in my household, so growing up with me for before we moved to Texas, it was we lived with my grandparents. It was my grandparents, me and my mom, my aunt, my three cousins, my other aunt, my one cousin, mm. in a three bedroom house. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And. Oh, my God. Like, it was just yelling and fighting all the time. Right, right. And I remember just, like, I would zone out and just stare at the TV and just zone out. Right. And to this day, when I get in a confrontation, I just shut down. Mm. And I remember, like, what you were talking about earlier. That, yeah. that, that's why it just popped in my head. But, yeah. yeah. And so, like, but that's just, and so, like, with my mom, it wasn't until before, because I lost my mom a few years back from cancer. Right. And it wasn't until she was, when she was diagnosed with cancer is when we were finally able to bury the hatchet, make amends, and right. make peace right. before she, before well, she left. And so it was just, uh, it was rough, man. Like, she, God, she could just suck the life out of a room. Yeah. Oh my God! And so it would get to a point where I'd go visit her, and like, uh, like I'm like, I'm giving it ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and like, sure, and sure enough, man, like we'd be there, and all of a sudden that one comment we made, like, you know what? All right, love you, mom. Got to go. Yeah. And we'd out the door. We'd go. Yeah. But. And that guilt does carry on mm-hmm. because uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. So like right now, my mom, uh, she's got kidney issues, right? And I had made a decision months back. Uh, this is probably around. January, maybe somewhere around the turn of the new year, I had made a decision that I was not going to allow any toxicity in my life, be it from friends, be it from family, just I'm not doing it. Had a little bit of a 
falling out with my mom because of a situation that happened with my brother. And um, I tried to get her to talk to him because of what he was doing. I won't get into the details yeah. of it. Um, but instead of, you know, helping me out and trying to talk to him to let him see the the errors of what he was doing, she turned it on me and was like, well, what is it you're doing? Like like that guilt, right? Mm-hmm. That, that like, well, what is it you're doing wrong? Why, why is he doing this? What are you doing to him? I'm like, wait, whoa, 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 back up. Hold on here. You know, mm-hmm. so it was after that conversation that I was like, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. So I hadn't really spoken to her since then. Off and on, little things here and there, like when she would tell me updates on her health because yeah. right now she's got something wrong with her kidneys. Well, recently I had gotten news, this was probably about a month ago, that her kidneys are now functioning at like, I think it's like 12%. Ooh. So the doctors are talking about this this summer, and we're talking like a matter of maybe a month or two, mm-hmm. she might have to start doing dialysis. Well, I know what that's about because uh, my, my old friend Chacho... Uh, yeah. was on dialysis. I think he was on for five years, I think. But he ended up dying. Yeah. And so for me, when I hear that, to me, that's automatic death sentence. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So as soon as I got that news, the guilt came, bro. Right away. And thank God. As much as, as sometimes my wife and I will get into it and we have disagreements and sometimes I get on her nerves, she gets on mine, God bless her. Because... It took her to tell me, honey, just because your mom is sick, just because she's going through what she's going through, does not mean that you were in the wrong for not wanting to have that toxicity in your life. Do not let that guilt overtake you. Mm -hmm. You didn't do anything wrong. Now, from here on, if you want to talk to her more, that's, that's on you, you know, but I think you should still have that rule in your life where you're not going to allow toxicity. Yeah. Just because someone, and I'm not saying my mom, just in general, I'm saying if, just because someone is sick and, and they could end up dying yeah. from whatever they have, doesn't that's no... Reign. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't give them free reign to still bring toxicity into your life. That wasn't me. <laughs> um, so I totally get the whole guilt thing, man. Completely, yeah. you know. But yeah, I mean, it goes back to, you know... I mean, it, it's a challenge. That's another. That's another challenge. Relationships, as we talked about, with what what we're talking about on the topic today. Yeah. Relationships is part of it. Yeah. You know, that's a tough decision to make, and it's definitely going to put you out of your comfort zone. Oh, yeah. For me, my comfort zone was receiving that negativity mm-hmm. from my mom, from my brothers, and it is uncomfortable to not get that anymore. It is uncomfortable to a certain extent, but I know it's what's best. You know. Um, it's out of the norm, but it's good for me to not get that. Yeah. Just the other day, simple question, simple question. I'm barbecuing for my mom, right? Mm-hmm. My mom loves certain things that I barbecue, so that's what I'm going to do. So, of course, I want my siblings to pitch in because I'm not about to pay for every yeah. freaking thing. You know what I mean? So I made it simple. It's like, you guys get the sides, desserts, drinks, and stuff. I'll, I'll handle the meat. You know, reached out to one of my brothers. I said, hey. What is it you're going to be bringing? That way I know what needs to still yeah. needs to be gotten or whatever. His response, oh, I already told our sister. Hmm. And I'm like, bitch, I'm on the phone now. You can tell me. You know, like yeah. that was my reaction right <laughs> away. And, and I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll ask her. Just forget yeah. it. You know, thank you. And, and I just left it at that. But right away, that's where I went. Like, yeah. I'm talking to you now. You can't. Can tell me, you know what I mean? Oh my god! <laughs> but to see how quickly that 
that whole it goes i go right yeah. back into that so fast mm-hmm. and it's not good but it's comfortable yeah you know what i mean yep. going back to what we said earlier comfortable doesn't always mean happy no nope. you know no so but yeah i i and like I said, I think that with a lot of people's problems nowadays, I mean, that's why, honestly, I think that's why mental illness and mental health is such a freaking problem today is yeah. because people are stuck in that comfort zone and they're effing miserable. Right, right. You know, and it's like you, you got to break out of it and, and get in the uncomfort zone and, and, and push yourself into those uncomfortable positions to allow growth. You know, I mean, I know... Days that when I am especially unhappy, I am struggling, I am doing things, I exert myself physically, I exert myself mentally, and guess what? I feel better. Mm. I'm in a better place. I mean, you think about it. I mean, I, uh, there was, oh God, I watched a video about this the other day. It's like they were talking about mental health and why it's such a big problem nowadays. It's right. because we are so effing comfortable in this country. Mm. We don't right, stress right. about... Where's our next meal come? We don't have to hunt. We don't have to fish. We don't have to work labor hard. I mean, well, some do, but right, for the right. most part, we don't. Like, we're not having to build fire. We're not having to hunt our food. Right. We're not having to like worry about getting eaten and right. things like that. If you're in, in those Why positions, do you go to the Indian voice, racist. <laughs> did I really? <laughs> My bad. Oh damn! You, you said hunt food. Hunt food. <laughs> Eh, not an Indian voice. That's just a, a caveman voice. Yeah, wheel good, fire good. No, but um, <laughs> totally messing with you. Damn it! Sorry, I didn't mean to throw you off. Uh, no, but I mean, but that—that's what they're talking about. Is like the fact that because we are such in a comfortable position, like first world problems. Right, 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 right. That we actually cause ourselves to create these problems That's and create crazy, these 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 and i'm not saying uh, and and being someone that suffers from bipolar right, and anxiety right. ptsd whatnot i'm not saying that that it's self-manifested right but there are times when it is self-manifested right right and i think that if we were in a position where we were struggling in an, and we are stuck in survival mode of like okay having to hunt food or mm-hmm. or survive or whatnot you're not going to have time to stop and think about well, i'm depressed right 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 and i do think that is more of a first world problem right well and you know what makes sense just by you saying that man i'm just thinking about it. like right now so like right now the stress right like uh-huh. i mean not for this month but the stress can be sometimes like god dang it i love my house how am i gonna be able to pay it this this month right uh-huh. and and there's a stress that comes with that but but if you were living a life where you have to hunt for your food, right? Or you have to, you know, build a fire and things like that. Of course, there's an amount of stress that comes with that. But to me, it would seem like there would be such a level of satisfaction and gratification when you catch something or when yeah. you, you know what I mean? Like, dude, maybe that's what this country needs. We need to get back to that kind of life. Well, and that's why, you know? like, but personally, like, I've been on a more of like, a, I want to become more self-sufficient. Right, I don't right, want right. to rely on big brother i don't want to rely on government i don't want to rely on it. i want to become some more self-sufficient right because there is a freedom to that there is a satisfaction to that a rewarding yes you know, this to that, you know yeah. like i do talk i mean yes it's my whole prepper mentality but talking to people that are like 
kind of out there a little ways. <laughs> yeah. They're freaking happy. Yeah. You know, they're content. They're living like more off the grid. And I'm like, I, I want I want that. Right. And so it's like I want to get in that position where I'm more self-sufficient, where when I wake up, my main focus today is like, okay, I've got to grow food. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. Instead yeah. of worrying about like, well, I'm just so unhappy and miserable because like my life sucks. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like God. That's such so. a. That's that, that. I'm sorry. It just blows my mind how because how, we get so focused on that and like what other people yeah, think. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, and when you get to that position where like I don't give a shit what people think. Simplicity of me. seems to be yeah. best. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's yeah. my and that's why I have come in and I still push myself out of my comfort zone because I have goals that I want to achieve. But my two biggest goals in my life right now are simplicity and peace. Mm. I don't want drama. Right. I will cut you. Out quicker yeah. than hell. Same. If you bring drama to my life, same. And I do not want stress. Right. I mean, yeah, there are stress that's going to be involved with Normal being a business. Normal yeah. stress, not the but, unnecessary stress, mm-hmm. not the you know stress of uh, why are we looking at that girl? Yeah. Really? Really? Yeah. I'm freaking 47 years old. You think I'm looking at somebody else because I want to get really? Yeah. I've been with you this long. Yeah. I'm gonna you know that yeah. kind of. Stress. I don't want that drama. I, yes. I want I want peace and I want. Yes. Peace. <laughs> yeah. Bottom line, peace. Peace I mean, and simplicity. That's my biggest thing right now. There's two th- There's two places you should be able to find peace. Your home or the grave. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you can't find peace at your home, you need to cut out whatever is keeping you from I'm your peace. I'm about to peace. say, don't, 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 yeah, don't pursue the grave. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not no. going that route. No, cut out. Dude, years ago I saw, um, the, it was a play, but, the, you know, Medea, mm-hmm. and she, she, it was a funny comment, but it was so true. She said, I'd rather be by myself with a puppy and a goldfish than have anybody up in my house taking away my peace. And I'm just like, it's true. Uh-huh. It's very true. Why are you going to allow anybody to take away your peace, especially in your home? Mm-hmm. You know, one of my rules here, it, it, it's kind of an unspoken rule. Oh, your rule? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of an unspoken rule here in the house. Uh-huh. But if anyone comes into my home, anybody and starts to disrupt my peace, you're out. I don't care who you are. That's honestly how yeah. I feel. If you're family, if you're a friend or whatever, if you're doing anything that's disrupting my peace here, mm-hmm. see ya. Mm-hmm. You're gone. Oh, you know I what I mean? It. Yeah. Cause I just I want I lived a life like that and I hated it. Mm-hmm. You know? And I just won't have now granted, don't get me wrong. We'll get friends that come over and they they tell us, Oh, so and so did this. That's not what I'm talking yeah, about. I, I know you mean. know what I mean. But though. see but that's the thing where that's that's where the comfort is okay. Right. That's right. where you want that comfort in your life. Right, right, right. So. And and that's all a matter of, of your it here's the thing. I'm gonna and, and this is I want you to hear me, people. You have the power. To keep peace in your life. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Mm-hmm. I don't care how long you've been with whoever you're with. I don't care if they are family or what. You hold the power to your peace. Dude, it took me a long time to learn that, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know why, but for some reason, I felt like I didn't have the power. But the fact of the matter is, is yes, I do. I have the power to keep peace in my life. Well, and that's you know. it falls back on the fact that like we are in control of our own lives. Correct. And 
unfortunately, the majority they has that 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 victim mentality. They pass blame. Right. They give up control. They give up the power, and they give it to other people. Right. And it's like no, yeah. and they make excuses. Well, I would have this if it wasn't for that person, or I would right, have this right. one for that, or I'm upset because of that, or I'm upset because of this. Like no, you have a choice to allow it or not allow it. Exactly. Point blank. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. The one thing, and and this could be the whole because I'm old now, <laughs> you know, 47 now, and I, I I look at my life and I'm like, why did I allow these things to just keep going in my life uh-huh. when I had the power the whole time? Yep. You know, why did I allow myself to be in that situation for as long as I did? You know, you have the power to change the path that you're on. Yep. You know, you hold that power, you know, and, and that's the thing is I think, unfortunately, a lot of people believe that they're powerless when they're not. Mm-hmm. You know, we do have the power to change the directions our lives go. If if you believe in God, if, if that's the if that's uh you know because we've said this before, there's probably people listening that maybe don't believe in God or they have other you know ways that they live. That's fine. But for those of you that do, maybe your choice in life is like I want to live my life for the Lord or whatever. That's great. Um, you have that choice to follow God. You have that choice to live your life for Him, right? and everything but you have to make the effort to do so that's your power yeah you know what i mean and and this whole thing about being powerless in in your life is just it's a lie it's it's not true you do have the power well because for a long time like i used to walk on eggshells and bend over backwards to avoid conflict to avoid or i won't say conflict but i used to like well I'd rather do this because if not, it's going to cause this kind of drama. It's going to cause this, 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 right, this. Right. And I realized I was giving up control and giving up power to someone else. Mm-hmm. And finally, the day that I said enough, right. now I'm an asshole. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a monster. Mm-hmm. Now I'm, the, I'm like, no, I'm not going to allow you to control me anymore. Right. And it, it, it took someone close to me to open my eyes to that. And now that I am... I no longer allow this other person to control me. Right. Oh, now I'm a I'm I'm a control freak. I'm narcissistic. Right. I'm all this. I'm, I'm like, right. uh, no. Yeah. I'm just taking control of my life back. Yeah. I'm taking my life back. Yeah. Exactly. And if it pisses you off, oh well. Yeah. But so. You know. Yeah. Um. All great, great tidbits. So listen, we're coming to the end of the show, but I think if anything, what we want to leave you with, uh, with this topic is simply this: it's Monday. Monday morning, if you're listening to it as soon as we drop this episode. So, not just your life, but let's let's take the baby step. Let's take control of today, right? You know, get out of your comfort zone. I challenge you to get out of your comfort zone today. Maybe you woke up this morning, you're feeling like, I don't want to go to work. Or, I don't want to go to work today. Challenge you. Push yourself a little bit today. Get out of that comfort zone. I tell you what. Uh, speaking today is Monday. I'm telling you this. I'm jumping out of my comfort zone, and I'm so thankful. I, I got me a workout buddy now. We're going to start going to the gym on a consistent basis because that's where I've been having my problem is my consistency. And I'm scared. I'm nervous. But I'm also excited mm-hmm. because for me personally, this was something that I actually prayed to God for, and to see it answered so quickly shows me that yeah this is what i'm supposed to do 
you know, this is where God is wanting me to go with my life. So I'm excited. Yes, I'm nervous. Yes, I'm scared. Those are that those are natural responses. But the challenge today for you is do it. Get a little uncomfortable, you know, push yourself a little bit today and the next day and the next day and the next day. And that's basically where you take those steps. Daniel, what would you say? I mean, that's just it. Like, I don't care if it's you want to lose some weight. Okay, great. You want to get healthy? Great. You want to start eating better? Great. You want to start, you want to better your relationship with the significant other, or you want a better relationship with those around you, or you want to get that raise at work or that promotion at work, or you want to start your own business or whatever. Okay, great. Take the steps. Get out of your comfort zone because that's where progress is made. No progress is made when you're comfortable. It's always made when your body hurts when you're tired when you're worn down when you're pushed to your limits mm. that's where progress is made i mean let's just okay so just to use it for like say building muscle right you have to get out of your comfort zone you have to break that muscle tissue down mm. and then it rebuilds to grow nice. that's when progress is made right you want to burn fat you've got to get out of your comfort zone and get where you're actually exerting energy exerting yourself to burn body to burn calories right that's when progress is made right same thing with everything else you want to make progress. Everything you want to achieve is just on the other side of your wall, on, the, on that comfort wall. Mm. Get in that, in, that, in that uncomfortable zone, and that's where you're going to find the progress. That's when you're going to find results. So keep nice. pushing. And now there's nothing wrong with being comfortable. Hey, if you're content and you are happy with your life, I'm a little jealous. <laughs> right. But hey, then stay comfortable. But I, I promise you, there's something in your life that you want to change. There's something in your life you want to grow and develop on. You've got to get out of your comfort zone a little bit. And I'm going to tell you, I don't care if it's waking up a little earlier. I don't care if it's working a little later. I don't care if it's if it's getting that extra workout in or if it's having that uncomfortable conversation or what. It's That's where you're going to find the results. And yep. so... Push yourself. Push yourself to your limits, and I promise you, you're going to get the results that you want. Very well said. So your challenge today, your challenge this week, week, get a little uncomfortable. Exactly. Get a little uncomfortable. Awesome. Now, don't forget, if you want to contact us, you can always email us at shieldbearerspodcast at gmail.com. That's shieldbearerspodcast at gmail.com. And as always, if you are in the area, feel free to stop by Metroflex Gym. Say hi to Daniel. Uh, get a workout in, check it out for yourself. Uh, but if anything, you know, you just want to kind of pick his brain a little bit or talk to him a little bit, go right ahead. He's always welcome. He, he, he always likes talking to people. Trust me. I've seen him do it several times. <laughs> I'm a bit of a talker. So come on. <laughs> so, uh, just remember that that's, that's, we are accessible. You can always contact us on our social medias. We are on Facebook. Uh, we are on Instagram. Just shoot us a message. Or like I said, you can always email us. We will get back to you okay but thank you so much for tuning in this week to the shield go ahead one quick thing i've been uh, i have not been wanting to to announce this but speaking of the show of getting out of our comfort zone mm. i'm going to do it because i want you listeners to hold me accountable because sometimes i get scared and i don't take that leap but i am going to i'm combining my personal training and my coaching with this podcast the shield bears podcast and i'm going to be starting up I don't have a name for it yet. I don't know if I'm going to be using the, be using the Shield Bears name. Okay. But I'm going to be starting up a life coaching group. 
Nice. And with it, we're going to be covering all aspects of the same thing as the show. We're going to right. be covering everything from relationship to finances to whatnot. Right. But it's going to be a life coaching thing. We're going to be doing weekly Zoom calls. Oh, wow. Weekly challenges nice. to where we grow and develop as a group. And so I'm going to be offering that pretty soon. I'm working on the details right now. Uh, the, as I get it developed, I'll be kind of releasing more. But that's something I want to get it out there because I want you guys to hold me accountable to this because it's something that I want to do. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be, again, we're going to be doing weekly Zoom calls as a group. And with that, we'll be discussing different things. We'll have different people on. But we're going to share our stories, share things. But at the same time, each week, I'm going to hold you guys accountable. You're going to hold me accountable. And we're going to have weekly challenges to grow and develop together. That's awesome, man. That's great news. Awesome. Well, I guess I'll go ahead and put it out there, too. As they say, put it out the universe. Uh, we're also going to expand our content a little bit here really soon. Uh, planning on doing It's going to start out probably uh, once a month. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's probably going to be a once a month thing, but it's something that's going to expand a little bit on what we do here on Shield Bears. We're just going to put a little bit more of a fun aspect on it. Mm -hmm. It's going to be all video. And basically what we're thinking about doing is this little show it'll probably be like a 20 minute maybe 30 at the most little show that you'll be able to see on youtube and what we're gonna do is it'll be me and daniel along with a group of other uh men that'll come with us like maybe one or two mm -hmm. that'll come with us and we're gonna go to different barbecue spots oh yeah uh to check them out you know legendary spots that you might hear about on tv and stuff like that. we're gonna go and check those places out and we're going to give a little bit of information on them and hopefully show some video footage of the of the places and the food and everything else. But at the end of the whole thing, we're going to have a sit down at the table while we're eating and we're going to talk about a specific topic. Yep. That that kind of like what we do here on Shield Bears, but just in a little more condensed version. We're adding a little fun aspect to it by putting in the barbecue, you know, the food and stuff like that. And who knows, maybe we'll even say if you want to come along, Hey, you know, hit us up and maybe we'll bring you along. But uh, still kind of thinking about the name. I'm wrestling it around. I, I would say the one I told you. But when yeah. I told that to my wife, she looked at me like, now nah, you can do something better than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so so oh, I may man. think of something different. But uh, but I think that's going to be so much fun. Yeah. Um, so that's something else we're going to do to kind of expand what we do here on Shield Bears. But anyway, so hold us accountable on these things because these are things we want to do to expand yeah. what we do here. But again, like we said. This week, your goal that we're giving you to do is get a little uncomfortable, all right, and see how rewarding it's going to be in your life, okay? So thank you guys so much again for tuning in. We really appreciate it. And until next week, we love you, we're rooting for you, and we're in this with you. Ain't that right, Daniel? Exactly. Yeah. All right, there, you man. guys have a good one. Take care. Bye-bye.